When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? Welcome in to another edition of Catfish on Ice with Chad and co-host Rich Howe. We're joining you on this Monday evening here in Smashville. Welcome in, everyone. We're happy you're here with us. Coming out of a really brutal weekend for national sports fans, including myself. I'll get into it a little bit later, but I'm sure a lot of people already know what I'm talking about. It was a really, really excruciating, painful weekend for uh, any sports fans in Nashville for the most part. Just uh, one hit after another, especially on Sunday. Sunday was really bad, but we'll we'll save that for a little bit later. And, of course, the the Predators played a part in that by getting completely decimated by the Colorado Avalanche on Saturday. We're going to try to move past that. We're gonna to try to move past that. That's 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 another really eye-opening and eye-opening loss for the Preds against a really quality team. And if you keep seeing those losses, you're gonna start worrying about if this team is destined to be another first-round exit, or maybe they don't even make the playoffs at all. They gotta start playing better against the quality teams in the league, like the Colorado Avalanche. Oh yeah, I mean it was just it was horrible. I started to make a joke and say it was a bloodbath because. It was a horrible went loss, and then well, you know, Matias Pickholm got cut open. Yeah, but, you know, that was that. a really that was a really fair turn. We're going to talk about Matias Eckholm a little bit later in this episode. We're going to talk about whether it's time to start worrying about Matias Eckholm because he just got a new contract right before the season started, and he's arguably having one of the worst seasons of his career up to this point. He has plenty of time. To, he has plenty of time to turn it around. But we're going to talk about it. There's legitimate reasons be worried about Matias Eckholm. We're going to open up the episode with our quarterly stock reports. We're not going to report cards. Everybody does Everybody does the report cards. We're going to frame it a little bit differently. We're going to frame it like the stock market. Every press player is a stock. You want to buy high? Do you want to sell low? All that stuff. Of course you don't want to do that. You want to go the other way around. So we're going to treat the predators like they are stocks. Are they rising? Are they falling? Do they, Is the bet best yet to come? That kind of stuff. We are going to look at the top core of the lineup first. So, Philip Forsberg, Roman Yossi, players like that. We're going to cover them tonight. Yep. And then in Thursday's episode, we will get into the uh, depth players. So, well, this will be a two-part uh, series going into next week's or next th- this Thursday's episode yep. eighty-five. So, huh. we'll list a player. We'll see. We'll we'll say how their stock's doing through the first twenty games or twenty-one games now of the season for the Nashville Predators. Of course, we got our buddy Kyle Perkins joining Perks later picks. on for Perks Picks. It's Monday night. You were, Rich, you want to go ahead and do your uh, Perks Picks like it's like it's Blues Clues? Perks Picks, Perks Picks. Oh That's it. God. That's all I got. It's so cringy. All right. It is it's okay. It's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Who can we laugh at if not ourselves, right? That's a really good point. If more people in this world took that approach, it'd be a better place. Absolutely. Fully Absolutely. believe that. 
All right, but he will be joining us, and I'm sure he'll bring bring plenty of laughs to the episode like he always does. Oh yeah. And then what else do we got here? We got we got a lot to cover. We we put a poll question out. It's a pretty slow oh, yeah. NHL night, but we'll update the poll question. And then to really really close it out, we're going to do some quick hitters. There's a lot of yep. interesting storylines going on across the NHL right now. You've got Evander yeah. Evander Kane cleared waivers. You've got yep. the controversy with Brad Marchand, Marchand who uh, yeah. he he had a slew foot and he gets suspended and it feels like the league is not being very even in the way they're calling these uh, suspensions. Yeah. They're they're fining some players, but then they're suspending other players for basically the same offense. It makes no sense. I know Rich yeah. has a lot of feel. I know Rich has a lot of feelings about that because his second team is the Boston yeah. Bruins. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if he likes the Bruins more than the Predators, but we'll leave that alone. <laughs> there is no way. No There's way. No way. No way. Right. Why would I do that? Fair enough. I love Fair the enough. Predators. I, I believe you. I believe yeah. you. Yeah. All right. I hope so. And and then to round out this episode, we have to do our contest drawing. Oh, yeah. We're gonna give we're gonna give away the Colt Sissons puck tonight. We are gonna give away the $25. The names are gift. in here. Oh, nice. In an, in an official Catfish and Ice podcast hat, mind you. Yep. Yep, there's all the names. We've got a decent amount of names in there to draw from, but your odds are still pretty good if you're in there. So yep. should be should be a lot of fun to see which one of our listeners who joined the contest giveaway uh, will will win the Colton Sissons holiday-themed autographed holiday book. Club. Yep. And who – how, you can never have too much Pred swag. You can never have too much Preds Preds collectibles for your collection, and that yeah. Colt Sissons oh, yeah. will be a nice addition to the to the collection. Absolutely, get your right. case put it in. Yep, nice thing. Let's get into it with this quarterly stock report. That's what I'm calling it. I I find the stock stock market very fascinating. I don't. I'm not like one of those everyday traders. Obviously, like I'm not like these hardcore people that. Get up, get up every day in the morning and just look at the stock market. I'm not that crazy about it, but I do find it fascinating. So I thought, let's frame it like, like it's the stock market. Yes. Let's look at each player on the team and treat it like it's a stock. And let's say how we're feeling about the stock. Today uh, we're today we're going to do all the big boys. Yep, we're going to do the, the high paid players, the high paid yep. players, the players that are supposed to lead the team. So we're getting right yes. down into, into the nitty-gritty right out of the start here. And how about we go ahead and start off with our perfect player, and that is Roman Yossi. Oh, now, man. He's having a great season. His stock is definitely soaring. Do we think, however, that he will keep this pace going? If we're looking at it like a stock market, do you think he's in danger of dipping? Do you think this is sustainable? That's kind of how I'm looking at it. I personally think it is. I think that he will be – for sure, one of the three nominees for the Norris Trophy. I am calling my shot right now. I think he'll be one of the three nominees. I don't think he, I don't know if he'll necessarily win the Norris Trophy, but I think he'll be in the top three. What do you think, Rick? I, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I think it is sustainable. Um, he's done it before. The year that he won the Norris Trophy wasn't the greatest year for the Predators, um, but, but he still managed to pull it off. He was like – the Norris is given to, to the, the 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 player who has the biggest the defenseman who has the biggest impact on the team. You take away Roman Yossi, and there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing on the team. I mean, he's he's the glue that holds the whole team together. I I feel 
And I think uh, I think that he can definitely sustain it. They're going to score goals throughout the season, and he's definitely going to be involved in it. So I think he's off to a good start. We're a quarter of the way through, and he's got 20 points. Um, his mm-hmm. Norris year, um, the year he won the Norris, he had 65 points, I believe. So if he can just maintain what he's doing, um, he's actually tied for third right now uh, among defensemen. So Carlson, yeah. John Carlson, Adam Fox, and he's at, uh, Yossi's actually tied with uh, Kale McCarr. So there you go. So he's right yep. there with the elite defensemen of the league. He's right, right, right there with the them. And you always got to hope that the Norris trophy isn't just who scores the most points. Cause that's boring. Why are you going to have a Norris yeah. trophy? If that's the that's only not. criteria, I think it needs to be given to the defenseman that's most important to their team. And I do think Adam Fox though, you can make a really yeah. good argument. If anyone's going to win it over Yossi, I could see Adam Fox getting it for sure. Yeah. Didn't he win it last year? I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. I think, yeah, I think he might I'm have. I'm pretty sure he did. So he could easily go back to back on the Norris Trophy, possibly. Well, that was that was the big that was the big thing the year that Yossi won it. He was neck and neck with John Carlson, and I think John Carlson actually had maybe a few more points than him. I can't really remember, but it's it's not just the points; it's the impact on the team. Like I said, and if you take away John Carlson off of the Washington Capitals, I think they'll still be okay. The, you know, they'll survive. They got, uh, you know, Backstrom and, um, you know, Ovechkin and all those guys. But if you take away Yossi from the Predators, you know, that that would be a big hole left in the team. So, yep. So I think, I think Yossi's stock, since we're framing this as a stock market, I think his stock is going to stay high and it's going to stay steady. Yep. Do I think he could even go higher? That's going to be hard to do because he's already performing so well as it is. How much higher can he go? But yeah. I do think he's going to stay steady. I do think he's going to continue at this pace, and he's going to ha- have a really good chance to win another Norris Trophy. So that's how we both feel about Roman Yossi. Let's Absolutely. get into our next player. That is Matt Duchesne. Oh. You want to talk about what you, – you wish you would have bought some Matt Duchesne stock before it started soaring because right Absolutely. now it is soaring. It's like one of those stocks where no one knew anything about the company – and the stock wasn't that great, and then it just takes off, and now you're like, should I buy this stock now that it's soaring? That's kind of how I see Matt Duchesne. He is just taking everyone by storm. We always knew he had it in him, but I didn't see it like this. Last year, last year you could have bought some Matt Duchesne stock for probably pennies on the dollar. So Yeah, and you'd be Um, really rich right now if we're looking at it that way. Because, man, he is on fire. Um, I said it numerous times on here. People are probably getting tired of hearing it, but just so good to see him the way he's playing. Um, it's what we've wanted and we knew he could do it and he's finally living up to it. And I just, you know, we're, we're all hoping that it's sustainable. So I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about the sustainability, yeah. but yeah, just yeah. hope that he can keep it up. Just looking back, just looking past you, Shane's uh, primary statistics, like goals and assists, obviously he's got a really good chance to, set the new single-season uh, goal record for the Preds, which is at 34. Obviously, he can do that. But he has become the the catalyst of the Preds' offense right now, along with Roman Yossi, of course. Uh, he is second on the team in offensive zone start percentage. And yep. guess who's leading that category, actually? You're going to be surprised by this. Who's that? Philip Tomasino, actually. Wow. That is a surprise. Wow. So, but yeah, crazy. so Matt Duchesne's right up there. Of course, his shots per game is way up. That's a big indicator of how much more aggressive he's being. And uh, 
Even in garbage time, he got a goal against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, he did, yeah. I mean, it didn't really matter. It, it literally did not matter at that point. No. The only thing that was sweet about that goal is he keeps up his pace, and then obviously we got some boo birds from the Avalanche fans, which was nice. Which that's just whatever. We're not going to go down that road. So, and talk about so how this. do you how do you feel about Duchesne? Do you think he can keep he can keep this pace up, kind of like how I framed uh, Yossi, or do you think that eventually? He's got to come back down to reality a little bit, and maybe he goes through a little bit of a of a rough the, patch. The the fan in me wants, obviously, to see him continue on this path that he's on. Um, I have a little bit of doubt that he can continue it. I hate to say that, but I just really feel like you know goals are a premium for this team, and that you know we got to take the ones that come and like. You know, can he do that every night? I, I just don't know. I hope. I hope so. It seems like he's he's able to, but I just and it's one of those you got to prove me wrong type things, I guess, because we've been bitten for however. Well, let's many talk. Years. Let's talk about how well Duchesne performed in Philip Forsberg's absence. I mean, that was really That's impressive. True. That he was impressive. Played a major role in keeping the Preds competitive and not missing Forsberg too much. Uh, Duchesne played a big part in that. Yes, he did. Yeah, and that was, you know, that's what kept kept them uh, going. You know, we, I will say this. Yeah, I will say this. I think I think Duchesne's stock is maxed out. I don't think it's going any higher. Uh, oh, really? If, any, if anything, I think his stock is going to dip a little bit. So mm-hmm. uh, be yeah. cautious if you're looking at Matt Duchesne's stock right now, because yeah. I I do think that he's uh, going to take a little bit of a dip, and maybe his his uh, crazy pace he's on right now is going to slow down a little bit. I'm not going to say it's going to. He's just going to completely fall off the face of the earth, but I do think that it's going to be really hard for him to sustain this kind of a scoring pace and this kind of an offensive pace for yeah. the full 82 games. I agree. Yeah, and just the the Preds are like on a teeter, like teetering on the brink right now. You know, we we see these bad losses, and like you just don't know which way the team's going to go. So it's like. You can't really tell, like if he can if he can sustain that. If all of them can sustain the way they're playing, right. you know, they're overall they're playing really well. It's just, you know, these win one, lose one, or win one and then lose two. We just it's hard to judge like what how any of them are going to perform right. really. You're not going to like this next player I'm about to name, Rich, but I feel like this player's stock is stead not steadily. It's somewhat falling right now. All right, but that means you can buy low because I think yep. this player is going to eventually bounce back. That is our beloved UC Soros. Oh. Mm. I feel like his stock is taking a decline right now after watching the first 21 games, and I don't think it's all his fault. Obviously, I do not think it's all his fault. Yeah, but right. unlike what the Preds fans like to tell the other goaltender, it is not all of UC Soros' fault. But he still has to start making – the clutch saves, even if they're difficult when it matters. If we're going to move him up to that next tier of elite goaltenders, he's got to start making the really critical saves, even when the team in front of him might not be playing well. And I know that's unfair to ask of him, but unfortunately, if you want to be considered an elite goaltender, sometimes that's how you have to be. Every every great goaltender has teams in front of them who might have their lapses, and those – Elite goaltenders have to pick up the slack sometimes. I need to start seeing Sorrows perform better 
in those critical moments when the team has a giveaway or and sometimes it's impossible. Sometimes these goals he's given up, he had no chance. It yeah. was equally possible. So I'm not saying those types of goals, but there are times where the, the Preds have a giveaway. UC Soros gets put in a really tough situation, but it's still possible that he can make the clutch save. And he hasn't yeah. really done that. He has season. not. He did um, the second half of last season. You know, we saw a bunch of just incredible saves by him. And he's had some this year, but – you know, it's like you said, it's 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 so weird because like he was playing like he started off really strong and like he was in like the top like five goaltenders. And then like he's just dipped like really, really low right now. Um, yeah. and, you know, like you said, not all his fault, but you do need to see him um, start making some of those big saves. You know, like yeah. he did it last year. Uh, and that's what like we said, everything is like teetering right now and and that's another facet of it you know like um we saw it last year we've seen some this year but he's just he's not sustaining it so far and uh yeah i mean it's a little little worrisome tell you the truth i'll see if i can find it but i know uh, jay fresh who does all the awesome analytics and graphics the last time he ranked all the goaltenders and uh, saves above expected i want to say that uc soros was kind of in the middle like he yeah. was kind of right there, just in the in, kind of a hovering around below average to mediocre, dare I say, in that category. And yep. at, at one time, we've seen UC Soros near the top, you know, in that category. He was, he was like top three, yeah. So, oh. but if yeah. we're framing this as a stock, and if UC Soros is a stock, I say you buy low because I do think that UC Soros has another. Um, stretch of really strong performances in his future this season. And it's going to really help the Predators do exactly what they did last season, which is make another push for another playoff appearance. Yeah. I mean, they're going to need him. Like, and like you said, playing the big games against like Colorado and guys and teams like that, man, you got to get up for those games. I don't, I don't know what else to tell them, but you know, got to be ready to go. All right, for sure. We're moving through these uh, players here. These uh, So we're doing our quarterly stock report. We're not doing the report cards. Everybody does that. We are doing this like it's the stock market here. And after that, because we're at the quarter mark of the season, it's hard to believe we've already made it through oh, no, the quarter crazy. mark of the season. And I've got another player who I think their stock just keeps getting better and better, and I think their stock's going to keep going higher and higher, I think. And that is – Mikael Granlin. Oh yeah, everybody loves Granlin. Including I mean, me. the guy, the guy, just every time he's on the ice, I feel like he he's making things happen. He and is making he's, things he's happen. Generating scoring chances. He's a uh, he he's figuring out ways to just make his line mates better. And I know the goals aren't there necessarily, but that's okay. He doesn't have yep. to pile up all the goals. His assist numbers are incredible. He's skating really well. Um, and I just think he's going to keep improving. I would not be surprised at all if Granlin ends up leading the team in points this season. Oh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised either. He's got 21 right now. Um, last season, I know it was a short season or whatever, but he had 27 points. And the year before, they played 63 games. He had 30 points. But the year he came – well, it was only a short season. or He was only there after the trade deadline when he came, but – yeah, I mean, he he looks really good. He's passing really well. He takes the shots for on goal when he needs to. Um, 
you know, everybody was upset that they didn't, um, he didn't perform like advertised when he first came here. And, um, you know, he's, he's almost, you know, left the team a couple of times, uh, want, wanting to uh, be uh, not traded, but at the trade deadline, free agent. Well, he, free agency. Let's be honest. He I'm was, mind. he, let's be honest. He was shopping around. He was. Yes, definitely. And, and he um, didn't get any, he didn't get any really good bites on the market. And so it's kind of like, I, I look at yeah. it like the girlfriend and boyfriend that break up with each other. The girlfriend <laughs> looks and see who else is out there on the market. Doesn't like yep. what she sees. And they, that could yep. go both ways. I'm not saying like only girls do that. I'm saying like a relationship, there's a breakup. The other yep. person goes, it's like, I think the grass is greener on the other side. I'm going to go see what else is out there. Uh, I don't really like what I'm seeing on this singles market. Hey, let's get back together. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt and it's, like that. Yeah. And it's just because of the the performance, you know, the, the Predators – they were they were bad the first half of last year. So, you know, who's gonna want somebody who wants, you know, four, five, six million dollars as a free agent to come play for their team if you're not producing? So um I think it's good. I think it's good that they kept him and it's definitely helped the team. I don't know what happened or what how he turned it around, but he's playing incredibly and it's a good thing to see, definitely. I just think he's getting more and more comfortable in the system. And that too, yeah. That's that's the other thing. I mean, you gotta you, know? think, you gotta think when he came to the team. I mean, the team was really in disarray, and there was really nothing smooth about this team. No. And now you, at least, even though the team has its deficiencies, we saw that clearly on Saturday night against the Avalanche. But you're starting to see a team that at least has an identity. They they have um, some uniformity. They play for each other. They're building that critical chemistry you need. And Granlin is starting to thrive and look very similar. I don't say he's there yet, but he's no. playing very similar to how he looked in Minnesota. And so that's why I say, unlike Duchesne, I think Granlin's stock actually has room to go even higher. Oh, I think so, too. Goes. I so, agree, 100%. Yeah. Granlin's stock, Granlin's stock has certainly risen as the season started, and I think it has room to grow. Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> All right. We got one more player to cover in our uh, right. core players. We're not going to cover every player on the roster. We're, we're covering kind of the main ones here. If, uh, if if anyone listening or watching wants to tweet at the show at Catfish Ice or let us know in the live chat, if there's a player we don't cover and you want to you want us to cover a player, we'll, we'll fit them in to this stock report. We're not going to cover every player. Otherwise, we'll yep. be here all night. And we have other things to cover as well. But I do want to list one more player who I think is going to be a complicated one. And that is Phil Forsberg. Yeah, I knew that was coming. All yeah. right, Rich, I'm going to let you take the take the take the lead on this one. <laughs> Do you think that Forsberg's stock is plummeting? Do you think not because of his, it doesn't have to be because of his play on the ice? This can be a multi-dimensional question here, and of course, the big reason why is the trade possibilities. It's very, very, it's becoming very, very possible that Phil Forsberg is eventually traded this season. Yeah. Because, one day. But, yeah. One day I'm like, why would he want to go anywhere else? Of course he's going to sign a deal. They're going to get it done. Then the next day I'm kind of like, why would they not shop him around and see what they could get? But then you look also at like, what could you get? Like he's, he's not, he's, he's awesome. Obviously we all love Philip Forsberg. He's not an elite player. He hasn't taken that step. To, to, to reach that level. Um, he struggles at times for the Predators. Um, he's, he gets hurt. You know, he gets hurt like 
he got hurt this year. Obviously, he he got hurt some last year, and it's just it's it's hard to tell. It's just it's so hard to tell because being a free agent, you know, is he going to even like depending on what the Predators do, is he even going to want to stay? Like he might exactly. not even want to. That's actually what I was about. That's actually yeah. exactly what I was about to bring up. Yeah. Yeah, you work, you you ask yourself what could you get on the trade market right now for Forsberg, but here's the deal: you cannot risk losing Forsberg for nothing if he hits free agency. No. And no. I'm having a hard time believing that Forsberg is going to take the hometown discount, come back to the Preds, and show, oh, I love this city so much, I can never leave it. I'm a Nashville Predator for life. I just don't believe it. I don't think it'll happen. I think he's going to test the market if he makes it there. And I firmly believe that he's going to get a lot of interest because every team out there thinks, Forsberg, you just need to play for us to take that next step into the elite status. You're in the wrong environment. You're not playing for the right team. And that and may so, be true. <laughs> you know how bad that's going to hurt if the Predators wow. decide to hold on to Forsberg, they, they gut it out with them. Let's say he has a great rest of the year. Let's say the Predators even make the playoffs again, but they get bounced in the first round again, and then everyone's like, oh, and then we have to start immediately talking about Forsberg negotiations, and he comes out and says, I love Nashville. It's been my home. I'll forever be grateful, but I'm going to test the market. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like I, I feel like I have a crystal ball right now, and I'm already seeing it happen. Yeah, and that's that would that would hurt and be horrible. Um, it almost happened with with Matthias Ekholm, like yeah, the same. It's the same but, situation, but but this but is on a much larger scale, way larger scale. That's what I was going to say. It's like two kind of totally different situations, but um, so I I think that Forsberg's stock. I'm just going to say this: stay the hell away from it. There's certain stocks out there. <laughs> yeah. There's certain stocks out there on the stock exchange where I'm sure like stock experts or you're, you know, someone who can help you with the stock market would say, I wouldn't touch that stock because it's volatile and I don't know which way it's going to go. Uh, it could, it could drop one day and then shoot up the next day and then drop again, stay away from it. Yep. Hate to say it, but Forsberg, if you're, if you're on the stock market, I'm staying away from you. I'm not touching you. I don't trust it. I don't trust the stock. It could plummet tomorrow. And Yep. I just – that's really how I feel about it. I really hope that Forsberg can string together some really strong performances because obviously I want to see the Predators win. And if Forsberg's playing well, that obviously helps the Predators' chances of winning. But unless the Predators have a really, really strong postseason performance this year, when I say strong, I mean they definitely get past the first round and at least have a very quality competitive second round then maybe you could convince Forsberg to think, you know what, we're building something here. I want to stick around. Yeah, that's the but thing, he, though. Like, but, if, but, you, if For, but if Forsberg has to go through another first-round exit, he's only human. He's gonna. He wants to win a cup like everybody else, and he. Yep. It's gonna. I think the urge to to see what else is out there is gonna be too strong for him. Yep. And like, legitimately, ask yourself this question right now: Do you think? If the Predators make it to the playoffs, do you legitimately think that they can get out of the first round? It's, it, I mean, probably not. But I'm probably not going to go that. I'm not going to even begin to try to answer that question because yeah. I got to see how they look through the next 60 games. 
I got to see what the scenario is for how they make the playoffs. Do they yep. go? Do they sneak in through the back door because other teams struggle around them? And then, of course, who do they play in the first round? I mean, that's right. that's really what it all comes down that's to. True. I but do now, think I do think ahead. the way I'm looking at this team right now, if they drew the right <laughs> opponent, the right just the perfect matchup first round, and everything broke perfectly, and of course, UC Soros just stole a series. Just like people were saying last postseason, they were like the only way the Predators are going to beat the Hurricanes is yep. if UC Soros steals it. That's the only yep. way I can really see it happening. I don't think this team is ready for postseason success yet. Yeah. The so reason I, think, I asked you. So the reason I, I asked you. That, go ahead. Yeah. Well, ahead. I'll let you finish, but I was just going to say real quick. Uh, I think that that means that Forsberg's not going to be um, persuaded to stay here. Yep. So the reason I asked you that question is because all those things you just said are exactly what Philip Forsberg is probably thinking in his mind. Oh, for sure. You know, so and I, like, and I'm sorry. For, and I'm sorry for cutting you off just now, Rich, because I no, feel no. like Con- I feel like Kanye West back in the day when uh, oh, he cut I, off Taylor Swift. Yeah, he literally said that exact sentence. I'm going to let you finish in a minute, but I got to say this. That's literally That's what awesome I just did. Rich. I just you gave just, Rich, I just gave Rich the Taylor Swift's uh, Taylor Swift uh, stuff here. Kanye me. I just Kanye you. That's a new. That's that's, good, I don't think that's a good thing at all. No. It's all not. right. So that wraps up our quarterly stock report. I also did an article for Predlines.com if you want to go yep. check it out, uh, covering this exact topic more in depth. Kind of put my thoughts on paper. Go check that if you like. And also, like I said, tweet the show at Catfish Ice. Let us know if we didn't cover a player you want to get covered. We'll cover it. We didn't cover Ryan Johansson. We didn't cover. Uh, Ryan Colt Johansson's Sissons. a big one. We didn't, we didn't do Colt. Colt Sissons is a depth player. We'll cover him yeah. uh, on Thursday. But a veteran, but still a veteran. He is a veteran. But there's a couple players you want us to cover. We'll try to fit it in, in the episode tonight. Let's get into yeah. our next segment here of Catfish on Ice. This is episode 84 with Chad Mitten and Rich Howe. We are part of the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are presented by DraftKings. Let's get into our next topic here, and that is Matias Ekholm. Is Oof. it time to legitimately start worrying about Matias Ekholm, and the reason why this topic is really a little unsettling is he just signed a new four-year deal. Although it didn't break the bank, it's not the. I think no. it was a pretty team-friendly deal. Mm-hmm. It still makes you a little nervous and gives you a little reason for pause that he's got that contract and he is just having a rough year. And I'm sorry, but that scrum that ended with his bloody forehead and him getting sucker punched by. Gabriel Landeskog, but you also got to say that Ekholm did instigate it a little bit by mm-hmm. ripping rant. Rip, when you rip the other team's star player player's helmet off, you're going to get a backlash. And so I see fault in both parties, but I'm still never gonna, going to condone punching a defenseless player, player who can't no. get their gloves off. But that, that whole sequence really perfectly sums up Matisse Ekholm's season so far. Yeah, it's it's not pretty. Um, so far on the season, 21 games played, he has three assists. That's it. Hasn't well, hasn't. he's never been a primary offensive defenseman he like a, like a Ryan Ellis or a uh, Roman Yossi, obviously. But he's always right. contributed and pitched in a little bit. Yeah, he is just he's just uh he's just invisible out there. Like sometimes yeah. I forget he's even playing, and I'm not even trying to be sarcastic here. Sometimes yeah. I really have to double check the box score to make sure he even played. Like, yeah. like did, did my eyes mess with me? Did I think right. I saw – I thought I saw Ekholm out there, but he sure as heck isn't doing anything out there of, of significance. And yeah. I mean, but, and here's what's really troubling. He is 
getting so much ice time. Uh, yeah, he is he is among all skaters, so not wow. counting goaltenders, obviously. He is second on the team in average ice time, only trailing Roman Yossi. That, yeah, I just saw that. Wow, that's a lot. 23, that, tw- 23, over 23 minutes, 16 minutes a game. seconds. Wow. And no one's ever yeah. going to pass Roman Yossi in that category on the team, but no. wow. Ekholm, come on, Eki. You're getting that much ice time, and you are not producing anything for this team. And I love you, and you can see the frustration in him. Yep. You, you oh, clearly, yeah, you you clearly see that Ekholm has a lot of frustration building. It's human nature. He knows he's not playing as well as he could. And what's really odd about this whole thing is last season, you could argue, was one of his better seasons of his career, which is why he got the contract extension or the mm-hmm. contract re-signing. So there's still obviously another 60 games left for him to turn this around and bounce back. He is a true professional and I have a lot of faith in him that he can figure this out. And But he he's really going through a rough one. And we just came out of stock reports. I'll go ahead and say that Ekholm's stock is about as low as it can get right now. And I'm Absolutely. not so sure, unless you're a true believer in Matias Ekholm, I'm not sure you should buy that stock. Absolutely. Um, yeah, going back to the Colorado game, you know, I'm sure a lot of the frustration came out in that game. And that was just a stupid thing he did. He probably regrets doing it. I mean, I would be more mad that I got sucker punched, but I'm sure he didn't, you know, they get into the moment and just probably lose their heads a little bit and he just was trying to get at the guy or whatever. But, yeah, I think all the frustration of of so far, like you said, has come out. It actually came out in that game. So, yeah, he needs to turn it around. They they need him. I mean, he did pitch in some goals and some assists and stuff, but, like, it's just not happening. They they, they need everybody on deck, obviously, and – and he's one of the big uh, parts of that. So, so do you think it's a it's it's a matter of not putting him with the right line mate? Like, I mean, he's kind of been who's he been playing with mostly this year? I don't know. They switch it up all the time. I mean, um, he, I, I feel like he's mostly been playing with either a combination of Myers or um, was he with Carrier? Or did they? I can't remember who he was with last well, game. I thought it was like you said they've been yeah. shuffling it around a lot. Yeah, they shuffle Rome, them around. It's yeah, hard Romeo, to tell. Roman Yossi's, I feel like he's been playing with Fabro a lot, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So maybe you switch um, it back up here. I mean, because at least Ekholm and Fabro have played together a lot. They played together a lot when Fabro first came in the league. I don't know. I'm just spitballing yeah. here, but yeah, something is something's got to shake up Ekholm here and get him back to where we know yeah. he's not this type. We know he's not this type of player. We know he can no. play so much better, and the Preds really need it because I got to yeah. tell you. It's re- he's really been kind of a liability defensively, and I even hate saying that, but it's true. Mm-hmm. He's, you want to talk about the giveaway problem that the Preds have had this year? They, they've been giving the puck away a lot and been putting UC Soros in compromising situations. Matias yep. Ekholm has played a part in that. When mm-hmm. much of his career, he has not been obviously that type of player. He's always been really smart with the puck. But yeah. through these first 21 games, he has had a horrible stretch. One of the worst stretches I can ever remember him going through. Yeah, it's really weird. And there's only really a couple of options for him. You know, it's either Fabra or Carrier. So, like, they need to figure out which one of those he plays best with and, and just stick with it or something. Something needs yep. to change because it's just not happening, not working right now. So, All right. So, <laughs> um, we got we got to pump the brakes a little bit here because, like I said, it's still early in the season. But there yeah. is reason. There is fully reason to be concerned 
about Matias Ekholm and his play. Like, if you're concerned about him, you have every right to be because uh, it's been kind of rough sledding for him. So let's hope he can oh, yeah. turn that around. The Preds really need it. All right, so we are presented by Draft. We are presented by DraftKings. The NHL season is underway, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can be ju- can bet just one dollar on any NHL game right now and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one timer, uh, deflection, uh, however you light the lamp. You win with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If the Sportsbook app is not available in your state yet, DraftKings will not leave you empty-handed because you can play Daily Fantasy, which is a ton of fun, and so you can get in on that and win millions of dollars worth of, pri- worth of prizes. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team Scores a goal this week. One puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager is required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we have shots fired tonight on the Catfish Nights podcast. Lindsay has chimed in, and she says, Hello, friends. You are going down, Chad. And I know what she's talking about. Matching up with Lindsay in fantasy hockey this week on the Catfish Nights podcast official fantasy hockey league. (laughs) And Lindsay... I'm scrambling. I've already scrambled all day to fix my lineup and make sure it's ready to go because I know I better bring my A game if yeah. uh, if I'm going to beat you in fantasy hockey. My team's doing pretty well. I think I've won like three weeks in a row. Oh, but that's awesome. I'm in danger this week because because uh, Chucky's Angels, which is Lindsay's team, which is heavily Calgary Flames players, might I add. Smart. Smart on her part because the Calgary yep. Flames are one of the hot teams in the league. <laughs> So we'll see what happens. You're putting yeah. all your eggs in one basket, though. If the Calgary Flames have a rough week, mm. you might be in trouble, Lindsay. If it's tough sledding up there, like they say in Canada. Here's a Zach. And we got he's, Zach. He's been yes, we got Zachary on, on the Twitter. What's yeah. up, Zach? He's saying throw a former Thrashers fan some love. LOL. Man, the Atlanta That's Thrashers. Awesome. Long live the Atlanta Thrashers. Uh, it's funny they have a yeah. uh, have you seen their twitter account the thrashers somebody has a twitter account that it's like the atlanta yeah, thrashers it's so funny they put out yeah, so many they, funny tweets yeah they're like we we're gonna claim uh vander kane off waivers stuff like that it's funny yeah it's awesome very awesome what's Lindsay all right saying? so we are next segment of cat ice and that is picks we got Kyle Perkins joining right now. Let's get Perks, him in. Picks, Perks, picks. Hi, fellas. What's up, man? Oh, not a whole lot. Sitting there on another beautiful Monday. <laughs> yes, sir. What's that jersey you got back there? Oh, yes. Well, it's just a regular home. Oh, is it? That's yeah. cool. I wish it was something nifty, but no, all mine are blanks. I've got two homes and one away. Oh, I want an away one. 
I'm gonna get one eventually. I don't have one, so hey, I ran up on blank, one of those. When you go the blank jersey, I was gonna say real quick when you go the blank jersey route, that's usually the safe way to go because you don't have to ever <laughs> worry about that player leaving. Yep. At this point, you either get a Pecorino jersey if you can still get them, or you get a Roman Yossi jersey. Everything else is just. You're, it's I'd, a be, uh, <laughs> I'd be a, I'd be a, I'd be a, I'd be a little worried right now if I have a Philip Forsberg jersey, which is what we were uh, just talking about <laughs> in the last segment. Just yeah, saying, I'll I don't have, I, I, I don't have a Philip Forsberg jersey, but I'd be a little worried right now if I did. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I know I several people that do. <laughs> so, how you been, Kyle? Everything going good with you up there in Kentucky, man? Oh, uh, not too bad. Just getting through the holidays and yeah, enjoying all that mess. Tis the season. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we hope you had a good Thanksgiving, Kyle. We haven't seen you since Thanksgiving. And you have a Thanksgiving-themed edition of Perks Picks tonight, don't I you? I do. I do. And I will let's, – uh, let's, let's, let's hear it. And I, I will put a little bit of – if I, I'm comparing things with the Predators to Thanksgiving dishes. Oh, cool. If I say something bad about your favorite dish, I do not mean <laughs> that about you personally. Oh my gosh. Are, these are my tastes. Well, I know for a fact hey. you do not like turkey, so I'm interested yeah. to see who's the turkey. Is that's like be. you. Uh, you say you didn't like turkey is the biggest hot take regarding Thanksgiving that I've ever heard in my life. Well, I agree yeah. with you. I don't like it either. What so, is wrong with you like two? It. I just don't like it. One I year like I talk. I, I like turkey like as a lunch meat. I like man. I love turkey. Yeah. I don't. That's crazy. But I also one really year, like ham. I really like one, Christmas ham, though. Well, that's what we usually have. But one year, I actually talked my in-laws <laughs> into having – we grilled out ribeye steaks for, for Thanksgiving, and it was awesome. So awesome. Go with that. I can get down with that. Yeah, it was great. All right, get us, get us rolling, Kyle. So our, our first one is kind of an honorable mention uh, because it really doesn't have anything to do with playing time. But I'm going to say this is cranberry sauce, which is just that little extra thing. Uh, and I like see, No, no on cranberry <laughs> sauce for me. So this better be a player I don't like. Because, well, which I like. I like them all. But Kyle but, likes it. Here's the thing. It's one of those things you either like it. or And that's Dante Fabro's fabulous lip sweater. <laughs> Have you seen this boy's mustache? It is uh, epic. Magnum P.I. and the Bandit came out on the ice and blessed this man with this mustache. It's beautiful. Did you say so, Bandit? You know. Yes, you the Bandit. bandit. That's awesome. <laughs> break, break. The, mus- yeah. the, mustache, <laughs> the, mustache, the mustache thing for the team is just hilarious. Like all the, time, I love the whole it. team trying to do the mustache thing. UC Soros has a pretty awesome mustache. Yes, but he has been growing that mustache for the better part of 18 yeah. months. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. It's like He's doing Tolvanen. his best effort. Yeah. yeah. Tolvanen right. can't apparently grow one. All right. So, uh, so, so, Kyle, so let me get this straight. So, cranberry sauce is Dante Fabro? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's right. the, Fair enough. All right. A little extra. A little, little something, little spice the added cookie to that side. There you go. All right. So, moving on to the next one. Something that's always there. You never really think about it, but it's more than likely one of the first things you grab, and that's the rolls. The rolls are always there, and they're always good. They're the glue that holds the meal together. Yes, and I'm going to call that (laughs) Ryan Johansson. Oh. Because over the last – 
Over the last five games, he has had one goal and seven points. Um, he's been very consistent, even in the losses. His playing style hasn't changed much. He's pretty well kept an even keel, played hard hockey. So, Rolls and Ryan Johansson. I see what you're yep. doing there because ro- ro- yep. dinner rolls don't really change. You can't really do much with them. It's just right. they're there as long as they're hot and fresh. But how important. Can you screw up rolls. I mean, yeah, yep. I guess you can overcook. I guess you can overcook rolls. You can burn them. But for the most part, rolls are what they are. They aren't going to let you down real often. So, But they're still <laughs> necessary. They're very necessary, but they're also – that makes sense. I like that one. I really like that That's one. That's a good one. That's good. All right, so being from the South, the next one will be Sweet Tea. Ooh, and if anybody okay. knows, if if the Sweet Tea is good, you will never hear a word about it. But if the <laughs> Sweet Tea is bad, it is the end of the world. Grandma's going to be talking to somebody in the corner. Auntie's going to be over here talking about it with somebody else. And the Sweet Tea is UC Sorrows. Mm. Oh, man, so you are spot on. I had way too much fun doing these today. That's you why I have on, more man. of them than I should. Um, but when you see on, he's amazing, but he never gets talked about. But whenever he's bad, it's all over Twitter and Preds Facebook. He's too short. He's too this. He's too that. But when he's good, it's just like, okay, we expect it. Yep. Yep. So. And it's, 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 and it's just like you are so brilliant, Kyle, because it's just like sweet tea. I mean, if it's a good, I don't know though. If it's a really good glass of sweet tea, it's just perfect. Then I'm probably going to let out some type of an expression. Probably going to do something where people around me are like, this guy likes this tea. Especially if the person uh, yeah. makes the sweet tea. Yeah. But well, if it's really, but if you drink a really bad, nasty glass of sweet tea, you notice oh, it quick. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you guys, since I'm the northerner here, um, compared to you guys, um, I do not like tea <laughs> either. Like, I know, I know you're going to. Wait, wait, wait. You don't, even like, you don't even like like iced tea? I don't like any kind of tea. I'm sorry. I'm no, I'm from the no, the northern part of Kentucky, See, I guess. Maybe that's I, what I, it is. I can't handle this sweet tea down south, though. Some of these people make it so sweet that I feel the sugar, like, grinding through my teeth. <laughs> and that's, oh, like, I too much for me, like. <laughs> Some of these, so, so a lot of times I do go to these places, and I'm that annoying, annoying customer that asks for the tea half and half. Oh yeah, because most of the time that, the tea yeah. is way too damn sweet for me. But I do That's like sweet. it to have just enough sweetness. But sometimes this tea down here is just way too damn sweet for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our our next one is something I've only ever had at one Thanksgiving that I've ever been to. And it's been a few years since I've been there. And I got told about this dish when I was on the way there and I kind of got excited about it. And it's like, this is new. This is different. uh, But (laughs) I don't know if it's going to be any good or not. And that was pineapple casserole, full on pineapple and cheese and just like a casserole. Hmm. So being new and different and not sure that's Philip Tomasino. (laughs) So Bill went on a pretty good cold streak. Uh, Hal Gill said the best line I've ever heard when he said he dangled his dangle. <laughs> and and <laughs> he, That's just, a good one. he was snake bit. He, he couldn't get one to go. He couldn't buy a goal, but he finally uh, 
got one to go against the Devils, and hopefully that's a sign of better things to come for him. And, you know, just like that weird casserole, I enjoy Philip Tomasino. There you go. I do I do really like the way Tomasino uh, plays <laughs> beyond his years, though. He, he knows where to skate in those danger areas to, to score those flashy goals. Uh, that's what I really appreciate about Tomasino. Like the goal he scored, uh, his most recent goal, I mean, he, oh, yeah. he skated right to the front of the net there to a point yep. where he could beat the goaltender and really almost catch the goaltender off guard a little bit. And um, I just, I'm really impressed by that because a lot of times your younger players, you just see them, all they want to do is just get that flashy goal. They want to skate right in the zone and just try to like blast one by the player, by the goaltender, get a flashy goal. But Tomasino really is smart with his um, hockey IQ. And he's also been snake bitten a little bit. Let's be honest. He's had some really yeah. near misses. He could easily be up to seven or eight goals by now, by my count. Like he's he's had some really tough breaks where he nearly missed the goal. So I feel pretty good about Tomasino. He does a really good job of getting to the crease and trying to take a shot from in really, really close. But I think he's it looks like he's thinking too much and he tries to do mm-hmm. that one one too many moves with his stick. And he, yeah, just he did loses that. It right before. I can't remember what team it was against. Maybe you can help me out on it. But uh, he had a breakaway opportunity where he kind of, uh, kind he of actually, like stumbled a little Vegas. bit. Or he's done it a couple times. Against, he did it twice against Vegas. Okay. He had two really good scoring opportunities against Vegas, and both of them ended up the same way. Which that's a really good goaltender, and I can't say anything bad about him. He's one of my favorite players. So <laughs> right. Um. He Leonard to me is about like Rich and some of the guys off of Boston. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, moving on to our next one. It's not the most glamorous of things, but if it's not there, you're really gonna miss it. And that's the mashed potatoes. I love the suspense I here. I love the. Suspense. I know it's like I can't wait to hear what the next one is. I find and myself then, trying to guess which player it is, and I'm never, never right. And the glue that has been holding this team together so far this season? Oh. Mikhail Granlund. Man. He is a point-per-game player, five goals, 16 assists, just solid night in, night out. You know what you're getting every single time. And if he wasn't there, where would this team be? And if mashed potatoes wasn't at your Thanksgiving dinner, where would the dinner be? I can yeah, tell you right now, mad people. Th- my, my house would definitely be under a lot of uh, of revolt if there was no mashed potatoes. If mom just decided yeah, not really. to make the mashed potatoes one year for Thanksgiving, it'd be a problem. And so uh, that's a that's a perfect <laughs> that's a perfect equation there. Like I said, I had a lot of fun with these. Yeah, you clearly uh, thought that, that yeah. well. Like you need You're to write freaking, you need to write a book. Freaking genius! <laughs> Gosh, oh, man, you write a you could write a book on this and put this in uh put this at Barnes and Noble on the discount rack for like two ninety nine. Oh, oh, people uh, would buy it. It's probably more than it's worth. People would buy it. People would buy <laughs> hey, it. Man, somebody buy it. Probably. All right. So moving on to our next one, and it's probably one of my favorite things, and that's the macaroni and cheese. Oh, yes. If it's good, it's just warm <laughs> and it's comfortable and you love it and you just have if it, a good macaroni and cheese, you will have you emotionally invested in it. 
You're right. <laughs> so for a lot of a lot of Predators fans, something they're in, emotionally invested in and makes you feel good a lot of the time, Philip Forsberg. I was going to say Roman Yossi. Wow, okay, you went Philip no, Forsberg. No, no, no. Oh, Yossi's going to – yeah, all right. We're about, wait, wait, wait. Kyle, <laughs> you're about to tell me that we're going to lose our mac and cheese? Okay, this is this just turned dark. Oh, yeah. We you're going gluten-free. Oh, <laughs> Gosh. Man. I thought it was scary so, to lose the mashed potatoes, but losing the mac and cheese is even worse. Yeah, yeah, that's really bad. But since uh, Phil has came back from his injury, uh, he's got two goals, four points in three games. So he's above a point per game since coming back from his uh, apparent concussion. They haven't said that what that's what it was, but he doesn't look like he's lost a whole lot of a step since coming back. He seems like he's went right back into his normal routine of things. Yeah. Which except, it makes me really sad. Except to, now he's looking for another contract. Yeah. And I don't somewhere think he'll be here or somewhere else. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Don't take okay. away our mac and cheese. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just got really sad. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? All right. Now. This is another one of those things that you either love it or you hate it, and I personally love it, and that is sweet potato casserole. Mm. See, Rich has mm. already got to say I don't like I, sweet potatoes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, but I know it's sad. a big southern dish. So yeah. Yeah. And and I'm talking I'm, about I'm, the I'm, one that I'm talking about the one that has like the caramelized sugar and pecans on top, and it's just like this big candy crust. Yeah, and, I've never seen that. that sounds, oh, it's. Oh, it yeah. sounds like it might be it's pretty good. It's basically a dessert. It's a dessert. Yes, it's before, basically it's a, a dessert. It, it's a dessert before you add dessert. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I might so, would try it if you if if I could find one like you just explained it, I might try it. So. Yeah. So you've got this really sweet sweet dish with this substance to it, and that this year is Matt Duchesne. Mm. So. Duchesne in the last five games, four goals, six points, um, and always looks like a scoring threat. There is not a game where he doesn't have at least two or three really good looks. And that right there is just such an improvement over last year. It's just oh yeah. You the year before you had somebody bring the sweet potato casserole and it was the ones that were poured out of a can and just had like three or four marshmallows <laughs> thrown on top of it. And, and not yeah. the big marshmallows either. The little itty bitty, like, yeah, those, small ones, yeah. the little minis. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. And, and then you went from that to this year, you've got this big candied creation of goodness there and go. it just, it hits you on all the right spots. All right. That's so now, now we're going to get into some that are pretty rough and Ooh. God love her. Uh, my fiance's family makes this <laughs> at one of, one of their gatherings. And I told her I was going to put it on here and she, she's, I got the biggest eye roll in the history of eye rolls. Um, so they make oyster casserole. Oh. Exactly. Oh. I don't and even I, like seafood, right. so I know I know where I know where you're going with this, Kyle. Mm. Well, you're probably not. I'm gonna hit you with one that just mm. so gross. This this is one of those things where you just smell it and it's just <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Woody Harrelson and Semi Pro when he hits uh, Will Ferrell 
yeah, yeah. That's how mm. I feel when I walk in the house and that's cooking. It's it's a bad time. Mm. But that would be the Vegas Golden Knights game and the Avalanche game. Ooh, those two games. Perfect. Yeah. Definitely yeah. stinkers. Definitely, definitely not good. Not yeah. good at all. Just stay away from them. You never want to be around them again, and you want to forget about it even happened. So uh, there's a so Kyle, there's kind of a disturbing trend going on here. The the Preds are three and seven against te- playoff teams from last year, and I mean you look at some, you look. <laughs> Lindsay chimes in. <laughs> what yuck? I agree. You're right. Absolutely. I agree. But you look you look at the. You look at the losses. No, I mean that's hilarious. So you look at the losses the Preds have had to the four, the last year's playoff teams. Lopsided losses against the Oilers, against the Avalanche, against Vegas, against even Toronto. I mean, these are uh, games where they're not even taking it to the end. And if we remember how the season started, the Preds lost a couple games, but they were at least competitive and they were taking it to the end, and they had a chance to win at least. But some of these most recent losses. They're not just losses. They're, like, really lopsided. So um, I'm starting to really get a little nervous about this trend here of the Preds not being mm-hmm. able to play these really quality teams. Yeah, they got handled. Uh, but really, those two teams, if those two teams handle you, I'm not that overly concerned. I kind of expect those. Honestly, I would love to see a little more pushback. But especially defensively, uh, mm-hmm. as we've seen this year, this team thrives more off of uh, of counterattacking rather than sustained pressure. Uh, most of the goals that you see scored are off of rushes. Um, so need to work on that defensive mindset against some of these high-end teams. Especially Colorado, they're just – they're so fast, but they're so physical as well. Oh, yeah. uh, it's just, they're hard to deal with. And they get McKinnon back, they're going to be that much harder to deal with. Yeah. So, And the the uh, what stands out for them is, like, the passing. Like, I think Chad tweeted about it. It's just, like, right on the tape every time, man. And it's, like, it's pretty. It's pretty to watch, that's for sure. You hate them so much. But, man, you got to give them props for <laughs> For playing oh, that yeah. way. And hey, so Kyle, while we, while we got you here, I got to ask your opinion on the Ekholm scrum. It's pretty much what um, everyone's talked about for the past couple of days. That's really all Preds fans could did want to focus on because there was really nothing else in the game we wanted to focus on. We uh, actually how got do you feel into, about it? We actually got into a couple of arguments on Twitter. Not arguments, but like back and forth with some folks about it. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny. Well, so that's actually my number two. Oh, okay. We'll save it for that. We'll save it for that. Cool. All right. Okay. Well, we only got one more in between that and there, but this, this one is actually two players and, uh, they're neither of them are technically predators yet, but their dishes would be peas and carrots. So specifically my grandma would, when I was little, she would get the silver can of the Lassour early peas. The, the little bitty ones and then she would get the baby carrots and all that and fix them all together and i love it i love my grandma's cooking so that would be zachary larue and luke evangelista so you have the very young babies 
out here doing big boy things. You've got <laughs> LaRue comes back from his four game suspension, which he deserved, and he admits he deserved it. Uh, he comes back and he gets six points in two days. He gets two goals, four assists. Uh, one of them, I'm pretty sure he, uh, one of his assists was a primary on the overtime winner in the first game, and he's just coming in, lighting it up. I love the, his passing is so good. If yeah. you watch his passing, it's just next level. Um, really fun to watch him play. Uh, I was expecting some rust on him, actually, coming back off of the four games, but he came back in and was he, – he's actually the one of the QMJHL uh, players of the week. Uh, oh, wow. So from a suspension to being yeah. a player, one of the players of the week in a week's time. That's awesome. And then Luke Evangelista is turning into a human highlight. Oh my gosh. Group. I feel like yeah, he's right. uh, I mean, every, every night that they're playing, he scores a, a big time goal for them. He has 18 games played and he has scored 20 goals. So he is over a goal per game. Not a goal per game. I don't care what I don't care what level of hockey you're at. If you're scoring over a goal per game, you're it's going absurd. places. Yeah. Uh, and then you add in 13 assists on top of that. Uh, he's the captain of the London Knights. And it's all from a kid that was told he was too little and he had no offensive talent. So, and he could, he was not creative enough to score. I don't know if you saw the goal where he deked the, the defenseman out of his uh, skates and then went on to uh, go full far side one side uh, on the far side on the goalie bring it back around toe drag and score on the short wow. side it was it That's was awesome. a super high skilled goal it He's was evangel at least is kind of fit, fit filling in the spot that thomasino left behind when he made the full leap into the nhl mm -hmm. uh evangelista is the new thomasino that we're really watching in the yeah. yeah, grow up fast. He's also playing in the OHL. We saw Tomasino rip tear, tear it up in the OHL as well. And yeah. so uh, it'll be really, really fun to watch Evangelista move up. Uh, how far do you think he's away from uh, eventually getting to the NHL, Kyle? Two years. Two years? Two years. I think he goes to Milwaukee a year, and then he'll probably be up after that. That—that uh, That is if everything goes – of course, like yeah. you would expect. Yeah. Uh, what about um? What about Larue? When it do you think he's going to be? AHL? It wouldn't surprise me to see him in a Preds uniform this year. Really? Oh, if, if that's a hot take. After hot, the, because you got to remember, uh, Mason McTavish for the Ducks. He is in the OHL. He played nine games with the Ducks. That means he does not burn a year off if he has uh, ELC. Oh, gotcha. So they are allowed to come up and play. It's either nine or ten before you burn that year off. So gotcha. after their season's over, <clears throat> nobody is here to say that he can't come up and play a few games. If you know, if the Pred season is done out of hand, right? Why not let him come up and play a few games? If you've done started trading away a few people, why hmm. not? Let him get that experience. He's oh, he's yeah. a very he's a very NHL ready uh, prospect because he plays his role so well. He yeah. knows what his role is going to be. So 
If it gets to it's the a, point where the if it gets to the point where the Preds are out of the playoff picture and it's yeah, then of course I think that's definitely a great idea to get them up here and let them uh, get some experience. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, which he can't go to Milwaukee, so because uh, mm-hmm. the, the rule that's that right. kept Tomasino back out of Milwaukee beforehand <clears throat> is back in effect right. now. So. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. So we'll go on to the next one, and it's just my least favorite thing of all, and that's the turkey. It's <laughs> oh, no way. I know it's, it's going to be the dry. Turkey. It's nasty. The texture's bad. There's literally nothing stinks. good about it. Stinks and it's when it's cooking. Yep. Oh, it stinks yards. when it's cooking. It's, the carcass afterwards. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad all around. <clears throat> so that is the Eckholm Landeskog incident. Mm. So Ekholm goes in, big scrum, uh, Rantanen hits Riddick, and Ekholm gets mad. Everybody gets mad. He pulls Rantanen's helmet off, throws it on, throws it behind him and everything, which is a dick move, <laughs> to be yeah, quite yeah, frank. Legitimate. And, you know, if I'm on the other team, yeah, I'm going to punch him in the face. But Gabriel Landeskog comes in. Throws his gloves off, grabs Matias, and just starts hammering him without yeah. even. There was like not even a chance for Ekholm to like really like realize he couldn't what's get going his arms on. up. Yeah, he couldn't like, even get his arms up. Like he was pinned. I mean, there's nothing he could do. Yeah, and you know, I'm a big, big proponent of the goons and the fighters and all that kind of stuff. I love that. It's one of my favorite parts of the game. It definitely belongs. But there's a code <laughs> to that. Yeah, there there's is. a. Exactly. There is a kind of a gentleman's agreement of you don't jump somebody and just start beating them. That's you, you come up to the guy, turn him around, let him drop his gloves and then you fight. And all the, uh, the, all the ass fans in my mentions were uh, defending it. Of course they were like, Oh, well, Ekholm, Ekholm poked the bear and he wasn't ready to fight or Ekholm was too afraid to fight back or, uh, or um, just all this. They were, they're proud of, proud of it and i'm like come on now neither neither fan base should have been proud about how that went let's be no, honest no, there there was nothing neither neither fan base no number one i don't think it was an intentional running into riddick i think it was no. an incidental thing uh uh number two did Ekholm deserve to get hammered for ripping dude's head helmet off by the captain of the other team most likely but Landeskog did the wrong thing too in going about it the way he went about it. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it was bad. Like you, you took just... one of the best aspects of this sport and just kind of tainted it. And yeah. it yep. kind of then, And then to really round it out because you hate Turkey so much, not only then the Preds get a gift power play, a four minute power play yeah. that extends into the third period. This is when they can make their move, and we all let's all be honest here. They had no business being in that game, and they were probably never going to win that game anyway. But it would have been nice to at least see the Predators get up off the mat, take advantage of that four-minute power, do something with it, and they didn't do anything with it. Yeah, it was another wasted opportunity that was sad to watch. Yeah. So mm. my list turned off. You got on one more pick? I got one more, the best Maybe. for last. And that is the honey baked ham. Oh, there you go. So, all like covered it. in brown sugar and honey. Crusty. And just, it's yeah. all 
down <clears> in there and it's all sweet and it's beautiful and uh, take That's a bite stuff. of it and it tastes like heaven. It's got all this substance to it. <laughs> and that is Roman Yossi. Of course. There you go. Because it, it is everything you could want. Yossi is second in goals, third in points among defensemen, seven goals, 13 assists. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, do, he's doing everything he can to win another Norris. Yep. Uh, and honest to God, he probably deserves a few heart votes because to this team, he's the most valuable player. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I know that's going to go for a whole nother reason, but you could justify a few for the Predators for Roman Yossi to get a heart vote because without him playing the level he's playing and all the things he's doing, this team is not anywhere near in the conversation that they're in. They're not Mm -hmm. that bubble team. They're, they're down there scrabbling for scraps with Arizona and Chicago and that bunch that you don't want to be in. No. Yeah. You don't want to be in that list. All right. Sure. So, I've got to I've got to add one to your list. You're gonna like this. Can I add one, Kyle? Go for add it. One more. I gotta add one more side dish to this. And I kept waiting to see if you were gonna go this route or not. All right. So my side dish is the corn. Corn has no nutritional value. It's just kind of <laughs> there. Sometimes it's just you eat it, and it's just like it tastes like it came out of a can. It doesn't have any flavor. <laughs> You got to bury it in salt and pepper to, to even enjoy it. And then if it does taste if it does taste good, it's giving you no nutritional value. It's not going to really make or break a, uh, a meal at all. Ben Harper is the corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And, and like corn, you see it later. You keep seeing it later. And, may, and maybe, just maybe, you know what I'm you, just maybe, if you drown the corn in butter and salt and pepper, you might be able to get it down, and you might be able to enjoy it. Just like how we keep seeing Ben Harper, you see the corn again. Oh Lord, have mercy! Right. Sorry for anyone who loves corn. I'm so sorry. I like the band, but the side dish don't need it. I like it on the cob. That's different, though. If it's like grilled corn on the cob, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, that's different. That's, I'm yeah, talking what? as a I'm talking as a side dish for like Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. yeah if like it you. comes out of can, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, not good. Definitely. I agree. One hundred percent. All right. That was things great. Got weird. All right. So things got weird. Did, things got really weird. That was an awesome list, though. That was that was outstanding yeah, work by Kyle. There. That was that was awesome. Amazing. We always know you're gonna bring. We always know you're gonna bring the last, and that's why we love having you. All right, yep. we got a couple quick hitters to hit for the episode before we wrap it up. And then, of course, we're going to do our live yeah, drawing. drawing for the Colt Systems Club. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna end the episode with that. So you got to stay tuned a little bit longer to find out who ends up winning the puck signed by Colt Systems. <laughs> but I got some quick hitters here for us to address real quick. We're going to keep Kyle on here with us. Uh, the first one I've got, this is around the NHL, and that's, of course, what a lot of people are talking about today. That is Evander Kane who got placed on waivers, cleared waivers. And now what happens with the Vander Kane now? I mean, I, I'm a little surprised that he cleared waivers, but obviously well, the baggage that, that he carries, <laughs> yeah, the baggage that he carries, people were like, no, thank you. And I yeah. even saw a few people, mostly on Pratt's Facebook, which just gave me a headache, uh, saying we need to go sign Vander Kane right now. He can score and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, you don't please, want that. No. 
Kyle, how do you, go, how do, Kyle, what are you thinking about the Vander Kane situation? Let him go play in the Ukrainian Hockey League. <laughs> That'll toughen him up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done with the Vander Kane. Um, yeah. He, so, did, so, so he made a fake vaccination card too, right? I, I don't remember yeah. the story exactly, but all I can think of is the uh, McLovin from Superbad where he uses the <laughs> fake ID. And every time I think about the, the fake Vax cards, that's what I think of. I think there was another player in the NFL that did it. I think it was um, Odell. Aaron Rodgers. Or he used a fake Vax card. Aaron Rodgers did. He lied about it. Well, he definitely lied about who it. Was but a I player? Think, oh, I can't remember who it was. I think it's Odell Beckham. Or either Odell yeah. Beckham or Antonio Brown. Yeah. One of those outlandish uh, wide receivers. One of those guys. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I think I always think of the McLovin uh, fake ID. But, um, Lindsay says, but yeah. no, thank you. Get him out of the league. Yeah. Please and thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, and then, of course, he's got, which is no laughing matter as well, he's got the um, he's got the uh, legal troubles with his um, girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or wife or whatever. But, um, oh. yeah, just wait. <laughs> I, I don't care how talented he is. Uh, that has you – can't, you can't risk putting something like that in your locker room. Just cannot yeah. do it. I agree. No way. I think me and Kyle were talking about it earlier. I can't remember. Oh, Zach, who was on here earlier, he asked the question about do should the Preds get him, and we were both like, "Well, Kyle was like, no, he, he did a did a, a meme," and then <laughs> I was like, "They got enough problems as it is. They don't need to be adding anything like that in." So, yeah, it's not a good idea. No, definitely not a good idea. All right, then, Rich, uh, talk about uh, your other big quick hitter here regarding the Boston Bruins, which is some pretty good news. Yeah, Uh, Brad Marchand slew-footed somebody. I don't even remember who it was. Three-game suspension. That's pretty hefty. I believe that. Um, It's very hefty. Like, I understand a lot of people don't like Brad Marchand, and I'm, like, one of the the people who do. Um, P.K. Subban, Kyle brought this up uh, on Twitter – he did it like what three times in a month, three yeah, or four and times. And he's injured month? people. He's there's yeah. people missing time because of him injuring yeah. them. And I, I and and I saw this on Twitter too. People have said the same thing. But I think it's everybody likes PK Subban, and he doesn't have any kind of record of you know fines and suspensions that I can I can't think of any. And you know people just don't like Brad Marchand, and he's got a history, so you know they stuck it to him. And now what makes me this kind of ticks me off a little bit. I'm actually going to the Boston game Thursday night and like he's not going to be there because he's suspended. So that's, I wanted to see him play, but on the flip side, the Predators it does help the Preds. It helps the Preds chances. <laughs> Definitely helps the Preds chances. He's their top I, this getter is a, on the team. This is another game where the Predators might get exposed. They're playing a really quality team and yep. I really, really need to see the Predators step up and get a notch a, a impressive win. They've got a couple impressive wins this year. I'd call the Calgary win pretty impressive. I'd call the uh, – I mean, they've beaten some quality teams a couple. Minnesota was a quality win. Uh, Anaheim mm-hmm. was definitely a quality win. But mm-hmm. far too often they're getting ran out of the building against really good teams. And so this is another mm-hmm. – on Thursday, it's another big opportunity. I'm actually going to a much, much less – uh intriguing game i'm going tomorrow night to the columbus blue jackets game and uh i think they're actually right playing pretty good though aren't they yeah, yeah they're they are. they're all, the blue jackets are always that team they don't get any news no one really talks about them but they're all, i mean last year they were pretty bad in the uh 
they were pretty bad in the uh, in the switch ups of the divisions or whatever. But uh, yeah, they're yeah. for the most part every year they're kind of they're a quality team. But I'm looking forward to yeah. that It'd be my first game yeah, of the that'd year. Be awesome! So yeah. excited about that. Yep, Lindsay brought up um, Brady to Chuck getting bit by Brandon Lemieux. That was another big story. Oh, yeah. That was weird. That was <laughs> Do you remember really weird. the? The so YouTube crazy. video, the Charlie bit my finger. Yes, <laughs> I couldn't Brandon help but think of finger. that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you saw it or not, but you, you did. You all see Brady Chuck's statement? It was like a big, huge, long. Oh yeah, he well, let somebody, him have it. Yeah, somebody paid uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey yeah. to do a cameo and read that. It is so funny because of his voice. It's hilarious. It's great. Yeah, it's it so awesome. funny. So Everyone good. needs to go yeah. watch that. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Good stuff. That was a weird situation. But you know, yeah. Don't just, bite people. Yeah, like, don't do that. do that. I don't understand that. All right, kind of weird. all right, Rich. So the time has come. Oh, we doing do it? Contest drawing. Let's do it. All right. So I got all the names in the hat right here. Kyle's the official name catfish here. and ice podcast hat. Let's see. Kyle's in there. Yes, Kyle's name. Oh, really? A lot of a lot of yeah. our loyal listeners who uh, always get in on the action, always comment on the show. Um, they are in this contest giveaway right. um, i got i got one it was our youtube subscriber giveaway for the colt sisters puck let's see who gets it tyler i don't know i don't know what his handle is or anything but tyler is on youtube one of our youtube followers we'll have to look up his um his uh, uh name and see what his user name is and we will be getting this puck out to you. You need to get in touch with us or we'll get in touch with you. Got the puck coming to you. Going to DM us. We need your address and all that business. And we'll uh, get that puck sent out to you, man. And the gift co- and the gift. All right. Congratulations to, to Tyler. Con- yep. Congrats, Tyler. We will try to contact with Tyler and make sure he gets his puck and his $25 gift card to Nashville Locker Room. Um Awesome stuff. We will do more giveaways as the season oh, goes because yeah. these are a lot yeah. of fun, and we love yeah. giving back to the listeners that make our podcast possible. I mean, that's what yeah. it's all about here is yeah. giving back to the listeners that allow us to do what we love to do. If we didn't have them, there would be no podcast. We would just be me and Rich and Kyle just sitting in our living rooms <laughs> being weird. That would be weird. Which we are, all three of us are very weird, but in a good way, yeah. I feel. But uh, yeah, we we'll appreciate everyone. But now we can be us. weird together. And that's, that's right. Just better. We can that's be right. weird together. I agree. Which uh, that perfect that perfectly rounds out episode eighty four, which has been weird. Yep. Thank you everyone for listening. This yes, thank you. with Rich Howe and Kyle Perkins. It's always a blast. Everyone have a great and safe week. The Preds got two big games coming up this week at home. The Blue Jackets and the Bruins on Thursday. Rich will be at Thursday's game. I'll be at Tuesday's yep. game. We will on Thursday. Rich will be at the game, but me and Kyle Perkins got you covered on Thursday, yep. so stay tuned for that. Kyle Perkins is joining as the full-time co-host. That will be a lot of fun. Until then, everyone have a great week and stay safe. We'll see you next time on Catfish Nights.
Soundstripe.